How do ethics affect our daily lives? Do all virtues resonate equally with us? How has our conditioning as children in our families, communities, and cultures formed how ethics play out for us now as adults? Your Mindful Life Podcast. Hello and welcome, everyone. My name is Mary Slocum, and today we're exploring ethics and how our motivations and behavior reflect our personal ethics. Perhaps as children, certain rules of behavior concerning values such as caring, generosity, truthfulness, honesty, integrity, service, purity, justice, and morality were taught to us by our parents, our community, and the larger society around us. Most likely, more emphasis was placed on some values and less on others. We were probably taught how we should behave when confronted with an ethical dilemma as defined by our parents, teachers, and religious leaders. Most likely, we carry around an ethical rule book in our heads based on our early life conditioning. This ethical rule book tells us what to do even now when circumstances have changed. Let's face it, life is complex and new, Complicated and confusing ethical situations arise all the time, and the rule book in our head doesn't come close to helping us wade through the complexity and ambiguity or aid us in ethical investigation or help us choose an appropriate behavior given um, a certain situation. Ethics is about behavior and more. It's also about motivation, intention, asking the question, why am I doing this? Why am I saying this? What's important here? What value am I trying to express in this situation? And why am I expressing it in this way? Ethical behavior addresses some of the most interesting and challenging aspects of our lives, including sex, money, security, power, truth, and life and death. Right now, I invite you to take a moment and write down some of the ethical situations facing you as an individual and as a member of society. Here are a few examples to help you get started. Perhaps you're wondering, do I take the job that pays more, but has some questionable business practices? Do I continue to shop at brick and mortar or online big box stores so that I pay less? Or do I shop at local businesses and pay a little more? How do I help out so that kids in my community Don't go to bed hungry. Maybe we feel there is nothing we can do to help ameliorate any of these issues 
because we don't feel connected to them or we don't feel connected to them because we see them as other, as someone else's job to worry about, or we don't feel connected to them because we ourselves feel really needy. Maybe we are clinging to our needs without regard for the effect that our behavior has on a whole system, on all the intricate connections that are involved in putting that cheap product on the physical or virtual shelf, or putting food on the table for that hungry child, or creating the business practices of the company offering us more money. Looking only on the surface and trying to go by the rule book in our heads, we miss the motivations behind how we react or respond to ethical dilemmas. Motivation is important. Maybe we're willing to look the other way because the money we earn allows us to take care of our ailing parents. Maybe we look the other way because we have school loans to pay and are also facing a rent increase. Maybe money is important to us and we feel we never have enough or we're afraid of not having enough. Ethical motivation is core to ethical behavior. So asking ourselves, why am I choosing this behavior over some other behavior is important. Ethical motivation addresses some of the deepest and most beautiful aspects of the heart, our capacity for love, compassion, and freedom, or liberation from clinging. In developing and deepening our ethical values, we address both our motivation and our behaviors. Values that are truly ours come not from some external authority, not from some rule book in our head. They come from our own deep understanding and engagement of our loving heart. The more we are mindful, present, attentive, and curious to ourselves and the world around us, the deeper our wisdom and compassion is. We can respond skillfully when greed, hate, fear, or anything else gets in the way of our ethical judgment. The more mindful we are, the deeper our understanding, because we're willing to look under the covers and see the whole truth about something. This, in turn, enriches our discernment and allows us to make ethical choices that go beyond the surface, that go beyond what we read on social media or online, that go beyond what the rule book in our head says. More and more, ethical dilemmas rest on triage and rationing scarce resources. We're asked to make bold changes to whole systems and to rethink how we will act across many complex connections. Current supply chain issues are putting ethical questions in front of us. For example, the scarcity of some cancer drugs or price hikes in goods such as automobiles. Disease also plays a part. The high cost of eggs has been driven in part by outbreaks of avian flu among chicken egg factories. How do we respond individually and collectively? 
do we just carry on as things are? Or do we see the complexity and are willing to dismantle it and remake it? These are ethical decisions that we have to make. This week, I invite you to explore the rule book in your head. You might ask these and other similar questions that resonate with you. How was ethics viewed and practiced in my family of origin? How do the prevailing culture inform how ethics were practiced in my family? What ethics training and teachings did I receive growing up? If possible, speak with someone in your family to better understand the role of ethical formation in your family. And also talk to someone, maybe a friend or colleague from another culture to explore similarities and differences with your own ethical formation. Write down what you discover. Does spending time with your childhood ethical formation shed light on your motivations and behaviors today? How and how not? I hope you enjoyed the podcast today, and I hope it made you curious about the ethical rule book in your head and how it was formed when you were a kid, so that now you can explore more deeply your ethical motivations and behaviors and come away with a freshness of looking freshly at the ethical dilemmas in front of you as they are today. A new guided meditation on vitality is available this week on the podcast member website at www.patreon.com forward slash your mindful life. That's www.patreon.com forward slash your mindful life, all one word. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Thank you for listening. And I'd also like to thank the people behind the scenes that make it all possible. Gorgias Romero for original music, audio engineering and production. Bill Rafferty for technical web support. Ali Allen for logo and podcast cover design. And Margaret Haas for announcing the show. Be well, be mindful. Be mindful.